Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. Welcome to the podcast. It's Rob Riles once again welcoming you along to another edition. Now, big contrasts as I will time and date this as this is being recorded. It's uh, March 2020 and uh, in back in the UK. Now, less than a week ago, I was uh, out in Asia, where uh, most of the podcasts over the past few months have been recorded. And uh, as I'm sure, depending upon when you are listening to this, many of you will obviously be aware we are in the middle of, or the beginning of, unprecedented times. And the inspiration, if I can use that word, behind the, what we're going to talk about on this podcast is to do with the situation that uh, the world, and that's a big thing to talk about, isn't it, where the whole world, essentially the whole world, is involved in the same thing. Now, what an amazing concept that is, if we want to use the word amazing, that the whole world is focused on, or primarily focused on, the same thing. And if that isn't in itself, isn't something to ponder then um, I don't know what is but yes so as from probably a few weeks ago when this thing started to surface we are now in the in the grip of a a set of circumstances which certainly for this generation is is a first and is unknown and many people some of you who are listening to this whether you're inside the football industry, outside it, in the sports industry, outside it, in business, uh, whatever your niche is, whatever your area of life is, wherever you live, whichever country, you will be certainly aware and you will be affected and impacted by what is happening with um, the the health issues around the world with the coronavirus. And um, this podcast is, I guess, is a little bit about that, but... um, you know, I think never, never since maybe economic downturns and, or certainly world wars or situations of that nature has the, the media been dominated by, so globally dominated by something. And I don't wish to add to that. I just want to share some things from a personal point of view that may help because that's what the whole idea of this this podcast is it's to to share wisdom and to share knowledge and to help and one of the things that has always 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 been the case with leader manager coach is that and it comes from a personal standpoint is that as much as football and sport or particularly football particularly coaching particularly leadership has been a big 
part and a, and a big focus of, of where the content has been aimed in terms of leader, manager, coach. As I've always said, this is about leadership um, and its spread and its focus is so much wider than than football and so much wider than sport because the principles of success, the principles that guide and the values that guide go beyond any boundaries of any sport. So maybe this is a good time that leader, manager, coach can provide knowledge and information and wisdom and some solace and some, some help um, to anybody who's actually outside the realm of, um, of football and sport. So maybe that's a real big positive for leader, manager, coach. So spread the word and, um, you know, just because you're not necessarily involved in football and, you know, don't, uh, don't dismiss it. So here we are in the grip of, call it lockdown, the, all the new words and the new phrases of the 21st century come out, don't they, when, when something happens like this and social distancing and lockdowns and so on. And yes, we're all in that. And these are unprecedented times. Unprecedented. People do not get locked away and asked or coerced or legally bound, depending upon what country you're in, to keep away from other people. And this podcast could go on for hours and hours discussing all the different aspects of it. But just like you, and we're all in different circumstances slightly, but just like you, I'm, you know, locked, locked away, if you like, or isolated from, from other people, but physically isolated, um, not, not necessarily communicatively because we've got this amazing technology that allows us to do that. Just imagine, just imagine what it would be like if we hadn't got that technology. Now, the first thing is, is how would all this be communicated? but um, I'm sure it would be, but imagine how difficult and challenging, if it, possibly it wouldn't, but how, how different it would be, let's put it like that, if we hadn't got the amazing technology that allows the world to continue, at least in part, in the way that we're used to it. So we can be blessed for that. So yes, if you are struggling, then I'm sure you're not alone at this particular moment in time and um, the governments around the world are stepping up to the plate all in their own ways and I'm sure that there's various if not various millions of different views of how well they're doing but um, for, from a personal point of view the experience that I've had certainly here in the United Kingdom is that uh, the government of this country are doing nothing short of their absolute best and are doing some unbelievable things to alleviate the challenges and the suffering that, that people are uh, are experiencing and likely to suffer in the coming months. I'm sure not everybody will be happy, but then nobody ever, that's never a situation that generally occurs. So what, what can we take out of this? Because um, you may be sitting there and you may be isolated, you may be lonely at times, you may be disrupted. It's very likely that you are disrupted because your patterns of life have changed, have changed and, and it's stressful. And I think that's the first thing to acknowledge is that, is that change is stressful, particularly abrupt change. 
and this could be prolonged so the first thing i think is is to, to acknowledge that as human beings we are susceptible to change even the strong who the, those of us who consider ourselves leaders and those of us who consider ourselves influencers and, and you know we are human beings we are we are emotional and we are prone to changes so let, let's acknowledge that and if there's anything if there is one lesson to come out of this it is that we are not indestructible and we i think that's one of the, the biggest lessons in all of this which i'd like to just come on to in a minute but let's face it what we cannot do if we want to if we listen to the the leaders in in healthcare and we listen to the to the people who understand the epidemiology and, and, and disease and spread and understand the numbers and the science and the thought leaders and the, and the wisdom in this area, then we have to comply. And that means we have to accept what is occurring. And uh, Ryan Holiday in his Stoic philosophy always and often talks about amor fati, loving your fate, accepting your fate. And you know, we, we, you can talk about being prepared for things. Well, if this isn't a case of actual reality making you understand and actually physically and really and psychologically use the tools that, that you've read about and you've listened to and, you, and you've gleaned about accepting the situation as it is, then I don't know what is. You know, and... and um, it, it, it's a real, real stand-up, in-your-face situation of do you really believe and can you really do what it is you talk about? So Amor Fati, accepting the fate that we're all in this together. It is a, a world crisis, a health crisis, an economic crisis, a, a financial crisis, an emotional one for people who will lose loved ones. Um, but um, that is the reality. And uh, I think a healthy the, the the most healthy way is to is if we can accept that in the first place however long that takes us to get to that point i think it brings us to a point of absolute humility if you understand and th and, and have thought deeply enough about about the subject humility for in many ways humility for the people who are wise enough and clever enough and have the ability to help society and countries and humanity and people through this, whether they're medics or nurses or they're scientists. And humility that as human beings, we are totally and utterly at the, the whim of nature. We are totally and utterly at the whim of whatever the world throws at us, no matter how great we think we are, no matter how strong and indestructible and powerful and influential we think we are we are not you know this and if this doesn't prove what a little micro micro virus can do uh i, I don't know what does and i think humility is one of the greatest lessons that's that's coming out of this you know people talk about as well that that oh, when things get back to normal well yes understandable and 
the emotion is certainly understandable but does anything get back to anything uh, you could look at it that that life moves on um, children grow up animals grow older the world moves on things evolve nothing ever goes back to what it was before I think I understand the sentiment and I'm sure you do too but some people say the world has changed forever well the world is always changing forever um, it's just that as human beings we like stability and we like to be insured against things and we like stability and things to stay the same it's natural it's normal it's a human trait um, somebody said that one of the aspects to tell whether you're how happy you are is your ability to live with uncertainty <laughs> wow how how great could that be right now your ability to live with uncertainty how long is this going to go on how long can the financial support continue how will I manage tomorrow how will my parents be if you're lucky enough to still have your parents how will my children be educated where will my income come from how will my work change and so on and so on how will my health be impacted and so on and so on and so on so it's I think again the lesson is accepting that change is constant we're all going to be born or we're all born or we wouldn't be listening to this and memento mori remember that we're all going to die so no matter what those are the consequences and things like this for me bring it into absolute clarity that that we are mortal and change is change is change is going to happen and it will occur and it's easy to say don't be frightened of it um but you have to develop your own way and your own thought processes and your own philosophy of dealing with that with these things and um you know some of us many of us probably go around in our daily lives with our families and our jobs and our careers and our, whatever our own selfish focuses are and we don't maybe we ignore it consciously or maybe it's unconscious or we just don't we're on that busy rat race hamster wheel that we just do not give any deep thought to the real questions of life which things like this throw up I've heard people talk about having a faith at times like this and often it's times of adversity when people start to look for things beyond themselves and this may be as one of those times but it happens the, the other thing that's that's quite interesting is that at times like this you see the both faces of humanity very quickly certainly in the UK I've experienced whether that's through the media or directly the the absolute totally selfish focus of human beings as an example in buying up excessive amounts of produce in fear of it not being available and human beings also being in compliance with the health guidance regulations or the health guidance advice and yet at the same time very quickly 
absolute bucket loads of altruistic behavior from other human beings who offer their services for free, who go to work and do extra hours and put themselves at risk and offer to help the isolated and the lonely. So both both ends of the spectrum, if you like. And I'm sure from time immemorial that has happened and will happen. And um, it's just an interesting, an interesting point of view. And it's kind of a great question is, well, where are you on that perspective? Or where am I? It certainly helps when there's a, a sense of community and, and it's times like this. And again, I refer back to not having lived through any kind of conflict that my own country's been involved in but people who who the previous generations who talked about the, the you know the, the world war ii certainly the second world war talk about the sense of community and the togetherness that, that that creates whether you know whatever your perspective is on that kind of thing and jingoism and, and nationalism and all that it's not not relevant but it's that sense of community and that sense of togetherness and i have to say that I've, I've experienced personally having to adjust to a different level of patience whereby you, want, you cannot just walk into a shop or a supermarket anymore because if there are a certain number of people in that establishment, then you have to queue outside for the social distancing rules that are now in place. And you have to queue to get to the till and you have to be deal with the frustration of all things you normally buy not being available. It teaches us patience. And I think the other thing as well that's so so enormous in this is the sense of gratitude. I mean, you, you, you could almost go on about gratitude for, for hours on end, but the gratitude for the fact that there are things available in the shops just to, to, to take home. The gratitude for fresh air, if you're compliant and you are staying indoors, the gratitude for 30, 45 minutes of fresh air and exercise in a short walk or a short cycle ride. The gratitude for your family because you can't get your daily or weekly or monthly dose of oxytocin from your hugs and your cuddles and your loves and your eye contact and your squeezes from your families, your mum, your dads, your daughters, your sons, your grandchildren. And the fact that you can see them on FaceTime or you can see them on WhatsApp video or you can communicate with them and speak to them. The gratitude for those relationships. It, it's amazing what, how our values and our focus changes at, at times like this onto the things that are really important to us. You know, when you, <laughs> it's just bizarre really when you listen and hear people who, who are at the end of life and talk about what's important. They always, 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 almost to a person, say it's the relationships and the people. And Brian Johnson, and the guy I talk about, uh, a philosopher who shares so much wisdom talks, says that, the four-letter word love, L-O-V-E, could actually be spelt another way, and it's spelt as time, T-I-M-E, and love equals time. And if ever there was a period where 
bizarrely as human beings who purport and say that we love this person and we love that person yet we spend more time at work and more time away earning money and creating businesses and so on and so on that we are forced bizarrely forced to spend time with the people we say we love the most the people who've got married who've chosen to be together for the rest of their lives who are now forced to be in the house together how is that managing how is that going on how is that playing out and forced to spend time educating and entertaining and being with just being in the company of those they have created their own children for the waking 18 waking hours a day or 12 waking hours a day amazing concepts to, to contemplate in terms of what our own real values are and what is really important to us and as we speak the world of professional sport is in turmoil as seemingly the vast majority of sporting events have had to be cancelled and the, the great financial consequences of of the elite football world uh, awaits with bated breath which really it's hard to see a way around it that there's going to be consequences of cancellations and changes with all the astronomical disappointments uh, that, that go along with it and um, the consequences of that but the gratitude just for normal everyday nature time outside ability to speak to people ability to go and see people ability to meet to have a social drink to have a meal and to run a business and to create an income and to all those things the gratitude for the ability just to do those simple things which i can almost guarantee because i'm in exactly the same boat that we all just take those things for granted and if this isn't a lesson for us all to develop and expand our values towards that that way then uh, again I, I don't know what is this is a time for whether it's time to talk about it now but the, I don't know what your social media focuses or if there, if you have one but there are many people looking for opportunities to use this as an opportunity and yes every everything is always an opportunity this is a time an opportunity if you are out of your normal schedule if you are off work if you have to do more more downtime as it were and spend more time inside which inevitably most people the majority of people will have to do this is a time of opportunity it's a time of opportunity to do the things that you haven't had time to do before maybe it's a research project maybe it's a reading project maybe it's a listening project maybe it's a family project it could be anything it might be a meditation practice it might be a an exercise program that you can do indoors it may be that you have to adjust and you have to be flexible and learn some new skills it's an opportunity maybe it's a musical instrument maybe you could take your life and begin to take your life in a completely new direction maybe it's too early and the shock and dealing with the fallout and the actual financial consequences and just settling down into routine is is where you're at right now and that's not surprising at all it's probably completely understandable none of us know how how long this is likely to occur 
go on for and how long it's likely to be in place and what the long-term effects are in terms of how our lives will pan out. But the question you can ask is what are the opportunities for me and my family and the people I love and, and, and the people I work for, what are the opportunities right now here? And maybe it's just recognizing that there's a possibility of opportunities rather than forcing yourself to find them. Personally, one of the things I'm looking to do and trying to do is to, as much as I'm an outside on the grass, in-person eye contact, as you can tell by the fact that I do a podcast, is actually to share and to help people who cannot actually get out and train and give them opportunities to learn and to do things and provide the information that will enable them to do that so that when the time comes that the shackles are let off, taken off and we can get out there and get back to, in inverted commas, some kind of normality, the things that we're used to, training in social groups, then these people will be further ahead than they would be if they just let themselves go. If I, again, if I can use that phrase and, you know, uh, gone back to doing, uh, watching TV and just letting the time slip by. So whether you're out working as you were three weeks ago, or you're forced to be self-isolated, time ticks by. It's how we use it, isn't it? But this certainly gives us time to re-evaluate, re-evaluate values. What are our values? And, uh, you know, this, this again, I'm going to keep going over it, but wow, this, if opportunity, we talked about what an opportunity and we've talked about values, those two can really come together and, and give you, you can have the time to think, you know, what am I doing with my life? Which direction is my life going in? And how do I really, really want to spend the rest of my days? I spoke to a guy a few days ago and we had a long telephone conversation, a real good friend of mine who has got some young children and um, was determined to make the very best of this for, for his young family and was considering a relatively significant life change in order to facilitate the best for his for his son. And um, I'm sure that that thought process wouldn't necessarily have come around at this particular moment had it not been for this health crisis. So that is an opportunity. I don't think we're all, we're going to get away from the fact that there's going to be frustration because locking people up and reducing physical activity and keeping people together in small spaces is can be a recipe for frustration plus plus plus. What we all have is we all have that ability, that response ability, that word responsibility, that response ability we have the ability to respond between the stimulus and how we respond we can choose whether we are aggressive in what we say we can choose whether we get frustrated and we can model our behavior exactly how we like if we have the self-discipline to, to choose that responsibility and i'm sure there's going to be more opportunities in the next few weeks for us to actually develop our kindness, develop our understanding, our listening skills and our, our empathy as we traverse these, these next few weeks. I think, 
you know, without without going on too much, too much, I think there's probably enough lessons in there just just as a, as as a, you know, as a way of 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 a learning really from from this experience in, in the early days, and um, maybe I'm just using this as a cathartic process for myself just to express some of the things that I'm feeling right now and express some of the things that hopefully you may relate to and go actually I'm not in this on my own because in isolation especially I think for males who actually you know are scientifically known to bottle things up more than uh, our female counterparts we um, we often relate when we hear something we go actually I'm not in this on my own and no you're not in this on your own and nobody knows what tomorrow's going to bring so um if you're feeling a little bit like that then uh you know who, who knows but welcome to the club and um reach out whoever you're you are and whoever your trusted friend is or your family member or anybody just reach out and um you know do not be afraid of doing that these are uncertain times and the the challenges will be there and it's uh, a question of whether you can stand up to those but you do not have to be a superhero every single day of your life but it is time to to um, recognize that uh, these are challenging times I hope that there's been a few learnings in uh, in this I think it's time to also before we kind of end just recognize the amazing work that the people who are still working are able to work whether that's health services or emergency services and um, administrative staff throughout the country are doing and um, to, to recognize that but uh, that's kind of the podcast for for this week just remember that um, leader manager coach is more than a football podcast although that's the beautiful game that uh, that was a massive inspiration behind the beginning of it that uh, leader manager coaches uh, knowledge inspiration and wisdom for life so um, yeah dig in maybe it's time for you to um well, while you've got some downtime to go through some of those episodes or have a look on, on the YouTube channel and get some of the, the key points from, from some of those. But uh, as always, it's great to have you along and, uh, you know, keep happy, keep smiling and um, just do the best you can right now. All right. Leader, manager, coach. Great to chat. Catch you later. Bye-bye.